Welcome into Paydirt Sports. Uh, we've got a familiar voice right now, Nick, in the studio. Uh, but we're going to have two different voices. Haven't been on the show yet, but some of you avid Paydirt listeners are going to recognize their names. Uh, very similar to mine, we actually share the last names here. I have got my twin little sisters uh, of the Lady Pacers basketball team, which you all have heard about all year long. Uh, welcome, Emily and Delaney, to Paydirt. How are we doing tonight, girls? Good. Glad hey, to be here. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we've got some special stuff in store for y'all today. Uh, wanted to almost kind of do a biopic. Uh, we talk a lot about college athletes, college football, uh, but we haven't got the chance to actually interview and talk to a current college athlete. And we are lucky enough today to, to have two. So to kind of start off things, uh, I want to kick it off going way back here a little bit about your love of basketball, where y'all initially found it, uh, and just kind of how you, you got into the things. Because y'all got into basketball a little bit later than um, I think some kids do. Y- y'all still got in early on, but kind of talk about uh, Delaney, why don't you start? And then Emily, you can follow after that, uh, how that kind of process was and what y'all love about basketball so much. Yeah, we both started playing in like sixth grade or summer going into sixth grade my my dad just made me start made us start because we were tall so it was just like something to try see how we liked it and everything and then immediately me and em just fell in love with it we thought it was just a lot of fun and we really thought we could get good at it and you know how much work and stuff we put into it we did get good and now we're college athletes so yeah i mean being tall our whole lives everyone has always asked like do you play volleyball do you play basketball and so that's just kind of carried with us throughout the years but that was the biggest reason why we started playing and we just fell in love with it pretty quickly yeah I know definitely from my experience I could tell pretty early on y'all were obsessed with it we'd be playing all the time in the backyard uh playing downstairs in the basement on the mini hoop dunking on each other for three hours straight uh and they hey they these two hung with the best of them they hung with me being my dumb self throwing my weight around and all that and they they hung right in there they played with my friends too so uh i've seen them come a long way and it's pretty exciting to to see them get to this point so Moving on to high school, obviously y'all had some pretty amazing high school careers, both in the Thousand Point Club at Brentwood, uh, set the precedent for probably the best uh, women's basketball season in Brentwood history, going 24-1, and your senior season, if I remember correctly. Kind of talk about what it meant to you starting off uh, as a freshman, starting really learning from some of the seniors, learning from some of the uh, players that were mentors from you in the beginning and then kind of how that turned into I feel like y'all were almost uh, mentors for some players when you were seniors and a lot of those girls uh, really appreciated you guys and loved having you on the team so uh, we'll we'll start off opposite ways and why don't you kind of kick us off and then Lainey uh, you, you'll follow up after that. So yeah going into freshman year I mean me and Lainey both were on varsity and even got like some starts within the season and so we were kind of thrown into it having to be leaders on the court right off the bat, um, which kind of made us grow up a little bit and mature on the court. 
Um, and playing with each other obviously gives us a big advantage playing all four years together by our senior year. I mean, Lainey would know what I'm doing before I'm even doing it. And I could pass her the ball or I could just like throw it and know she's going to catch it. Um, but yeah, we played with some great players. I mean, you know, Izzy, she kind of took Frank us under her wing, um, her junior and senior year. Um, and we got to play alongside her, watch her go through the recruiting process to play college basketball and everything, see how her situation turned out. But Brentwood was a special place for us. We loved it. Got um, a lot of our closest friends and best memories there. Yeah, just like what she said, we were kind of thrown into it freshman year. We kind of had to adjust and just get used to the different kind of playing style from middle school to high school. Obviously, it's a big difference, especially at the varsity level. And so it was just a big change, but I think we adjusted pretty quickly and kind of got used to it pretty fast. And then senior year, we had such a great season. It was just a lot of fun. It was a fun way to end our high school career. Unfortunately, we lost in the state, the first round of the state tournament, but Hey, it was just a the state experience. tournament was canceled. We don't know what could have happened. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, yeah. No, yeah, that's true. But so that was the was COVID scary. year for you listeners. Uh, they actually yeah. had their tournament cut short. So we don't know what would have happened. Maybe if you <laughs> could have gotten disqualified, we don't know. Yeah, but it was just a good way to end our high school career. It was just so fun playing with everyone, meeting some really great people. Um, just... It was a really good experience at Brentwood for both of us. Yeah, and kind of talking about that experience a little bit, something that y'all had mentioned recently, some of the high school games y'all played in had, and Brentwood was kind of known for this, being a basketball school, both the women's and men's teams, being pretty rowdy crowds. And uh, I think y'all's junior year, people were painting up with your uh, name and numbers on the back. Y'all had all kinds of people coming to watch the games. Um, Why don't... Each of y'all will do keep this reverse going. Delaney, you start, and then M will finish up. Kind of your favorite moment, either uh, your junior or senior year, a favorite game that uh, you remember really well for some reason, just as a special moment that stuck out to you. Yeah, our sophomore and junior year, we've had really, really good student sections just because we had a scout team. And so we became really good friends with them. We would go out to dinner and have team dinners and everything with them. And so they always got everyone to come support us. They'd paint up for us, be there at the beginning of our games, which a lot of people didn't do. So that was really fun. But my um, my best memory that I could think of is probably the sub-state game our senior year when we beat Beach. We beat them by like one. And yeah. it was just like an insane game. And I just remember – uh, Caitlin was shooting free throws at the end. Caitlin Lorenzi, she's one of our best friends, but she was shooting free throws at the end. And there's a video of all of us just running to the midcourt, hugging and jumping and celebrating because we are going to state. And so that's probably my favorite memory. Yeah, that was a good one. I think I was at that game, wasn't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure I remember that one. And what about you? Um, There's definitely a lot, but – like Lainey said, our sophomore and junior years, we had awesome scout teams and um, they would always cheer and scream for us during our games. And one that really sticks in my mind is our sophomore year at Nolansville. 
during our game, the student section got kicked out by the refs because um, I remember that. I, yeah, I had just gotten a foul and the ref like came up to me and was like, you got to stay out of that. You know, like I'm not going to call another foul on you because it was a good close game. And literally next play down, he called another foul and it wasn't even on me. I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be on Laney, but he called it on me and it was my fifth foul. And so the student section went crazy and they were just screaming at the ref and our entire student section got kicked out of the girls game, which that was just awful. never happened. I wouldn't so. talk to that ref after too. That was, uh, that was a crazy game. Yeah. I think me and a, wasn't uh, my buddy Tyler and maybe a couple other people there as well. Probably. A lot of yeah. people came back for that game. Like uh, some of our scout team that had already graduated from the previous year, they came back and watched that game. I don't know if that was like in the region tournament or some kind of tournament. It was but... something big because I remember going yeah. back for it. And I, a couple of my friends I remember were there. And it was a big deal yeah. for Brentwood at, like athletics at the time. But yeah, I'll just always remember like the stu- entire student section getting kicked out during the girls game. Like well, they were they cussing didn't... at the ref, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's probably one of my favorite memories. I, yeah, I remember that. It's funny you brought that up. That's bringing back some memories that I had forgotten. That was a that was an awesome moment for sure. Um, so kind of, I guess transitioning here a little bit from high school. Obviously, y'all finished with some awesome careers, Delaney. Shot well. I guess before we finish out, I wanted to bring this up. Your three point percentage senior year was, it was the best in TWSA women's history, right? Fifty seven percent from the three point line. I don't know if it's in history, but it was number one my senior year, and it was fifty five percent. Fifty five. Okay, I was too. I knew. I mean, that's Kyle Korver esque shooting, Steve Kerr esque shooting uh, in the NBA. Shooting above fifty percent is almost impossible. So that was pretty amazing feat that you've carried on uh, that three-point shooting percentage and shot really well in college too. So it's uh, been exciting to kind of see you really improve your jump shot and uh, make things happen. Thanks. <laughs> um, so transitioning here to freshman year, uh, as a reminder for the listeners, this was still during COVID. So it was a really weird year. A lot of games getting canceled. Uh, em, why don't you kick us off on this one? kind of give us a little background and Lainey, why don't you follow up uh, with a little bit more insight and kind of talk about uh, what it was like to be on a team during that COVID era and just having a lot of trouble playing games. Yeah. So we ended up only getting to play seven games that year. Um, but me and Lainey were like immediate um, factors on the team like we started all seven games and we're averaging like 38 39 minutes a game um so it was a lot of fun like while we were playing but it would just be really disheartening and discouraging walking into shoot around like morning of game day and then the athletic director walks in and says sorry guys like the other team just caught covid they're not going to be showing up there's no game today we would go like a month just straight practicing not playing games in the middle of December, like our season. So it was a really hard time, especially because classes were also online. And like, that's our first year of college where we're supposed to be experiencing new things. And we really didn't get to meet other people besides like our team because we had to isolate just in case we did get a chance to play. We don't want to risk getting COVID. So it was really weird, but 
I mean, things have gotten a lot better since then, but that year was definitely a challenge. Really, really tough. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> Just oh, like our first game wasn't until like middle of December, which was just so weird because like your season's supposed to start at the end of October. We have preseason workouts and everything, and we're getting ready to start our freshman year season. And then, like she said, our athletic director would just come in day of game or day before game and just say, never mind, like <laughs> maybe we'll try again next week with the next game. And it was just very frustrating because you're practicing for so long and you're waiting to play a game and then it just keeps getting canceled. So we got to start our season late and then we ended it short. And so it was just a very weird season. And I mean, ever since then, it's gotten a lot better. And this year especially has been a lot, a lot of fun. But yeah, just freshman year, it wasn't normal. It was just something weird that it's just a very different experience that we weren't expecting. Yeah. And uh, I know how you mentioned kind of it sucks having to practice and work so hard, kind of all that go to waste. And I know y'all are really competitive and like to work hard and see the fruits of your labor. And it sucks to put in all that hard work and not be able to show off on the court. Hey, look what I've been doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. kind of, oh, go ahead. Em. I just said, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. everyone on our team was just kind of tired of it. Um, there was one point in the season where he said we could play, I think, seven games in 14 days, and everyone was just dead by that point. I mean, we've been practicing for three months straight, <laughs> not even getting to play, but like four games. So, yeah. And kind of going off that hard work, obviously, y'all got into weightlifting in college, which was really cool. I wanted to hear a little bit from each perspective what y'all thought was the biggest challenge and biggest change going from high school to college? Obviously it's a whole different level, whole different ball field, a lot of great players um, playing. What did that kind of look like as y'all transitioned? Um, It was just kind of different time management and just like your scheduling because in college, some days you don't have class. Some days you got two, some days you got a lab and you just got a bunch of stuff going on. And so it was just kind of different seeing how your schedule would be because it could change every day. Like, I mean, we got 6 a.m. workouts sometimes, and then we'll have a midday, just a small group kind of skill work. And then we'll have practice again later that night. And then you're filling in the other times, like with class and trying to take a nap because you're tired and then you need to eat and you got to study and everything. So I think that was the biggest difference for me, especially just because in high school, you're in school for however many hours, and then you go to practice, and then you go home, but in college, it's just a bunch of stuff going on throughout the whole day. Yeah, I definitely agree. That was one of the biggest, um, like, reality checks. Like, you're kind of on your own, and it's, like, up to you to figure out when you're going to get extra shots and when you're going to study and all that stuff, Um and obviously we'd be tired during preseason. We have three days, two a days. Um, but once you get into the season, you're kind of more focused just on like game stuff. And it's a lot better, I think, because we just do film and scout and then like regular practice and then weights a few times a week. So it's less um, you have to manage, but that I would agree. That's probably the biggest change from high school to college. 
And also another thing that I had thought about, and I may be wrong on this, but I feel like y'all got really good about your diet and nutrition in college too. Uh, You weren't like terrible about it in high school, but definitely enjoyed some sweets and some fast food. But I feel like nowadays y'all are are very um, aware of what you're putting in your bodies and very focused on being nutritionally balanced as long as uh, on top of being uh, exercising and weightlifting and all of that. Yeah. Um, considering it's like our major exercise yeah. science, um, we had to take like a nutrition class and we always want to like try and eat the best things for us. But when we're on the road, we get, um, like fast food or pizza or something just easy from like away games because it's up to the coaches and stuff. So during the season, we probably eat more fast food than outside of the season. But when it's up to us, we try to eat like somewhat healthier yeah yeah that's the middle of the season say. oh go ahead Lenny I was just gonna say that's what I was gonna say like it's with our major so we kind of understand like the importance of a good diet and we kind of know how to build that now and so we tried to cook a little bit more and tried to and we've stuck with it for a little while but like you said in the season we kind of have late practices and away it's games not as so- easy, yeah yeah, we find ourselves just, hey, you want to go get Chick-fil-A or like, let's just go get something real quick because no one feels like cooking when we get home. Like, I mean, y'all are burning so many calories and working so hard at that time. I mean, there's all kinds of athletes that all uh, there's NFL athletes, NBA athletes that swear by McDonald's and uh, Alvin Kamara eats um his airheads, Marshawn Lynch would eat his Skittles and uh, Chad Ochocinco or Chad Johnson. Uh, he swore all he ate was fast food. He did not eat. And he's like a hall of fame wide receiver in the NFL. He said he swore by McDonald's. Uh, so yeah. there's, I mean, if you're athletic and you're working hard, Hey, you could sometimes overcome, uh, I guess a little bit of that fast food grease and nastiness. Yeah. Cause me and I'm definitely like our ice cream and candy. and stuff. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> It's kind of hard to give up. Yeah. Uh, so obviously your, your freshman year was a little tough, but things started moving in the right direction. So why don't we kind of talk a little bit about sophomore year? What were some of the differences as you became a little bit more of leaders on the team, got a little bit more ingrained, uh, in the team and just got things rolling a little bit better, had some transfers. Uh, why don't you talk about sophomore year and your experience, uh, with that? Oh, Delaney cut out on us? Em, why don't you start, and uh, we'll let Delaney try and reload here. Okay. Um, Sophomore year, we started off pretty well going into the season. Um, Everybody was ready to play because we kind of were locked up the year before, basically. Um, So we came out pretty strong, um, and then we just ran into some bumps in the road, I guess, with team chemistry and just – not being on the same page as everybody. So we ended up not having that great of a season, but I mean, definitely got experience and learned a lot from that year. Um, And like you said, like we had to step up and be more of leaders that year. So I think that kind of prepared us for the season that we're having this year, Um, even though we struggled a little bit more last year. Um, But yeah, I think there were still some good things that came out of it. 
Yeah, I um, I also think like a lot of good came out of it just because we got to experience a full season. Like even though it wasn't our best year and we didn't make it super far or anything, didn't have the best record, it was still just good to learn from it and just kind of get a feel of college basketball because we didn't really get that our freshman year. So it was just cool to see how like the whole season goes, how – everything transitions and it like you said it just prepared us for this year I guess and we got to get ready for that in a different way yeah I think that's a really great way to look at it and just shows how kind of strong-minded and strong-willed y'all are that hey you might have had some things not go exactly the way you wanted during the season but you can still take the positives out um, and parlay that into an awesome season at least from my perspective watching this year and I hope y'all are just as excited. So recently we got some awesome news that the USC Aiken Lady Pacers got an at-large bid to go to the NCAA tournament. They punched their ticket. They're going dancing. Uh, how excited are y'all? Starting with D, we'll flip it back around again, start with Delaney. How excited are you to be able to play in the tournament, travel to such an awesome uh, kind of event and be able to see all these cool things, see all these cool teams and uh, just be a part of an awesome experience. Yeah, I'm super excited. Like we all got together as a team last night, um, ate some food, got some drinks and everything. We we're all watching the show together. And I mean, as soon as our name came up on the board, we all start screaming, jumping, cheering. And it was just a really fun like memory. Like I'll never forget that. And then I, I'm sure when I get to the tournament, I'll never forget that either. Like, it's just a once in a lifetime kind of opportunity. Not everyone gets this chance and I'm just really excited. And I just want to see what we can do, how far we can get. And I'm just ready for it to come already. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like we grew up watching March Madness and it's crazy that like now we're in it. Obviously it's not as big like we're division two but like still it's the same format the NCAA, NCAA, tournament, NCAA like, tournament yeah yeah so I mean we were just all going crazy last night when we saw our name pop up and especially we're playing a team like in our conference so like it's just oh gonna be really exciting um we're really ready for it and it's just yeah something I'll never forget for sure and I do want to take a step back here in a second, but I'm glad because I do want to go over the season a little bit, but I'm glad you mentioned you all are really prepared for this. Uh, what is what kind of go what kind of preparation goes into a game like this? Obviously, there's a lot at stake, but there's also a, a massive ceiling here. Y'all don't want to be looking too far forward. Got to focus on the game at hand. But, hey, you just keep winning one at a time and you see where it takes you. What kind of preparation uh, does a game like this require? Is it different than the regular season? Why don't you kind of run us through that, starting uh, with Emily? So um, I think it is a little bit different from just a regular season game because we all know, like, what's on the line. Um, like, we can literally win or we go home, and the season, like, is over, like, for sure. Um, but it is also a team that we played twice already this year, so we kind of know what to expect, what kind of team they are. Um, so we have a little bit of background history on them. So I think that helps us a lot. Um, and we obviously just really have to be mentally strong at this part of the season. Um, we have to lock in and focus on 
the main goal that we have and we can't really let up um because I mean we can't like we go home if we don't win so um I think that's a little bit different but I think right now just practicing and continuing to play hard and practice and getting each other prepared is what's important we leave on Wednesday and we play Friday so we only have a few more days until we head out Yeah, like she said, we just kind of got to take it day by day. I think practicing and pushing each other to our limits, it kind of just gets us prepared for what we will see because we have played this team twice, like she said, and we lost both times. But they're a beatable team like other sure. teams have beat them in our conference. And so our, our conference is just so good. And it's just like anyone can beat anyone. And so I think if we just keep preparing and like she said, be mentally strong and just ready for this game. I think anything could happen and it would be really fun to see how far and how it goes and everything. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm excited to watch y'all and I can't wait to, I have a feeling y'all are just going to get on a roll here. I, I have a feeling you two, uh, something special could happen. I mean, every single year, so there's, I mean, there has never been a March Madness where there isn't a Cinderella story or something crazy happens or a team that, hey, maybe everybody is thinking uh, they're not going to make a run and they make a run. So I'm excited to. It's called March Madness. Yeah, it's madness. So <laughs> yep. I'm excited for that. But I did want to talk about the awesome season that y'all had to to get to this point. Obviously a record of 18 and 11 which is pretty freaking good. I mean, it's like you said, your conference was really tough this year. Uh, a lot of close games, some of them that went your way. And we, uh, some of you pay dirt listeners have heard about those games. Some of the crazy game winners of uh, me rambling on uh, just talking about them, them hitting game winners and crazy things happening. But why don't you just start off at the beginning of the season what uh, what was the team feeling like? How were what did y'all expect going into the season? We'll start with D. Um, we just really wanted to have a turnaround from last year. Like we knew, just from the get go, um, it was a different team. We had a lot of freshmen. We had some transfers. We had a lot of new people, and so we kind of just wanted to get to know each other, get our chemistry going. And I think that happened pretty early, like in the preseason when we're scrimmaging each other and everything. And so we had a few scrimmages against other teams and we saw how good we could be when we play together and we share the ball. And it was just like a whole different thing from last year. It was really fun to see. And then we just, at the beginning of the season, we started winning some games um, and we had a good role going for a while. And we just, we could see how good we're going to be and how good we can be if we keep playing how we need to play. And I mean, that's what has led us to coming this far and having such a different season than last year and having a good record and being ranked in our region and everything like that just comes from us playing together and having good chemistry. And I think it's just been a lot of fun and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, like she said, we were a whole new team this year. Um, but I think that helped us out in a lot of ways. Like a lot of our freshmen have stepped up. Um, we start like two or three freshmen every night. So they had a big role to fill. Um, and I think they did a really good job with it this season. Um, 
and like Ezra Turner's like me, Laney, and then like some other players on our team, like we just kind of led them to showing them like how we play, how we want to play. And um, yeah, I think we just all bond really well together and it just shows on the court whenever we can <clears throat> be friends off the court it transfers onto the court. We just want each other to do well and want each other to succeed. And that's how we win games. So it's been a lot of fun this year for sure. Um, and y'all, so I kind of got a funny question here. Y'all don't have to name any names or anything like that, but have there kind of been any maybe times during practice or times in the locker room that some of the freshmen are being a little stupid or immature and y'all have had yes. to whip them into shape. Y'all, y'all don't have to go into exact <laughs> names, but why don't y'all each come up with a little example of when you've had to instill some wisdom into to one of these dumb freshmen. Yeah. Um, our group of freshmen this year are something different. They're hilarious. <laughs> Um, but sometimes they just don't realize the time and place. So like whenever we're in practice towards the end, we go over like the other teams, um, plays and everything, like we're scouting and everything. And sometimes the freshmen on the baseline, like if they're not in, they're not always focused and they're like making weird noises and just laughing and either one of us or Coach Miller always has to like snap at them to like pay attention and lock in. But <laughs> I mean, they're hilarious. It's yeah. So it's lighthearted, but sometimes you do have to be all right. We're, we got to take this serious now. Come on. Yeah. yeah. And then sometimes when we're um, on the bus back from away games, even if it's like a win or a loss, we have to stay for the men's game sometimes. So it's kind of, we're kind of past our game. Like no one's really, Thinking about it. It's Thinking okay. about it too much like they were a couple hours ago after it just happened. And sometimes on the bus, they'll just be laughing, making weird noises, calling out people's names, like <laughs> messing around with the men's team who are sitting right across from them. And so they just, like Em said, they don't know the time and place. Like they're just. So y'all could have lost a big game and the men's team could have lost a big game. And these freshmen yeah. are like. Making stupid yeah, noises. Just, in their own world, they're hilarious, and they're just making these weird noises and in these accents and funny voices. <laughs> and it's just like, what are you doing? Like, how'd you even come up with that stuff? But yeah, sometimes we'll get a text in our uh, team group chat to be like, "You guys need to calm down and be quiet." And just like, <laughs> sometimes they're a little much, but they're hilarious. Do you think overall that is? kind of been intertwined with some of the chemistry improvement that y'all had mentioned before though is being able to just be relaxed around your teammates not have to worry about so much and be able to joke and laugh around and how important is that to, to team chemistry for you guys I think it's extremely important and it has definitely helped because although they are extremely goofy and just weird sometimes like mm. it helps because we can all be that we can all be goofy and messing around with each other and everything and that just if we're having fun off the court, we're obviously going to have fun on the court. And I think it really translates and it helps us out. Yeah, for sure. Last year, we didn't really have that. And you can just see the difference in this year's season's results and just who we are as a team. Like, we're just completely different and we're all actually friends off the court. And that hasn't always been the case. And it reminds me a lot of, like, Brentwood basketball because they were our best friends and we played well. And so now 
we're all close as a team and we're playing well. So I think it definitely correlates and it helps a lot. Yeah, it's fun to – and even talking to some of my friends, like and, and some of you Pater listeners, they've been on the show. The Batistas have joined in and kind of offered their insights uh, about what it's like to be a basketball player in there obviously from the high school perspective, but they played at a very high level in high school. So they kind of talked, have talked about some of those chemistry things and what it's like to have a super strict coach and coach King, and then move to somebody who's a lot more lackadaisical and we can go back and forth on Shirley, how uh, we want to finish that conversation. They've already given their two cents on them. Uh, so it's kind of cool to just see that that carries over in every level of basketball, that there has to be some team bonding. There has to be some chemistry off the court to be able to, to get any chemistry on the court. Definitely. Um, y'all have obviously had an awesome season, uh, some great achievements so far. Delaney, I know you had a big night, 27 points this season, had a, a couple other big games as well. M obviously, Playing amazing this year was uh, all conference, correct? First team all conference. So she uh, got that award and then is shooting a 50 40 90, which, if you uh, basketball listeners out there, should definitely know what a 50 40 90 is. That's 50% from the field, 40% from three, 90% from free throw. Uh, and in fact, Emily it happens to lead the D2 NCAA uh, in the country in free throw percentage. So obviously some big uh, individual achievements alongside some uh, big team achievements and hopefully some uh, even bigger team achievements moving forward. What uh, has kind of brought on some of this elevated play? Uh, Am, why don't you kind of start us off talking about some of that? And Delaney, why don't you kind of talk about when you're feeling comfortable and shooting your shot and hitting big uh, buckets? What does that feel like? Em, you go first, though. Um, I think a big part of it is knowing like we're graduating this year. Like this is our last year at Aiken, so we really wanted to make like a statement and um trying to make the best of it because obviously our first two years weren't the best and we wanted to turn that around for our senior year. Um Yeah, and then also just being around the right people. I mean, that's helped us out a lot. Um they always want me to succeed. And so that's been really helpful. Um, and then this year has been a little bit different for me position wise. The first two years I've been more of like a two or three, like shooting guard. And this year I got kind of moved down to the four spot, um, which has opened up a lot of mismatches for me and has really like opened up my chances of scoring and being able to create while also um, like getting other people open as well. So I think that's been a big help for me in my season, um, just switching up my position and just really wanting to end my time with Aiken with a really big season. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a great explanation. I love the breakdown of mismatches at the four, and it's cool to kind of see you move to almost a, a point forward position, um, not necessarily bringing up the ball every time, uh, but still being an option out there to be able to handle the ball uh, in mm -hmm. press or whatever it may be. Um, yeah. And Lainey, you've maintained a, a pretty amazing three-point percentage throughout high school, throughout college, carried that on this year. Uh, with that 27-point game, what were you, six for eight or six for nine from three that game, something like that? And you've had uh, uh, some other games where you had multiple three, four, three-pointers. Uh, so – why do you think that is you've been able to perfect your jump shot so much and then 
how does it feel out there when you're just throwing them up and, and the goal feels like the ocean, just everything you're throwing up goes in? Yeah, well, that game, I was actually six for seven and I was nine for 10 field goals. Nine so. for 10. That's what I was saying. <laughs> I only missed one shot the whole game. So um, <laughs> it's, it's just, I don't even know how it happens. Like, I really don't. It's, <laughs> it's just, just repetition, I guess. Memory. Yes, it's just repetition and muscle memory. Like, a lot of people tell me I don't hold my follow through or I just, I, they just try to correct my shot and I'm like, what works works for me and I've we've put a lot of time and effort into trying to perfect our shot in our game and I think that has helped just getting extra shots up consistently and so that definitely helps but I mean just having a team that I know believes in me helps a lot because sometimes if I'm having an off day in practice or I'm not hitting my shots in a game I try I tend to get down on myself just because I want to be perfect. I want to make my shots. I, like, that's just what I'm, that's just my role. Like I'm supposed to be knocking down these shots and everything. And so when I'm not, it feels nice to have a team and coaches who are, have my back and they're saying, you're good. Next shot, next shot. Like, you know, you'll make the next one trying to encourage me and everything. So I think that helps me personally a lot because I tend to get down on myself, but yeah, those games where I just don't miss, it just feels fun. Like, <laughs> It's just, I don't know. It's just fun to make shots and then to facilitate for my teammates. And then if my shots aren't going in, someone else's are. And so it's just fun to play like that. Yeah, I mean, any anybody who's even played pickup basketball before has at least had one of those days where you're shooting like, I should not be shooting like this. I should not be scoring like this. This is way too much fun right now. So... Yeah, anybody that uh, has played basketball pickup or at the college level, whatever it may be, you know that feeling. Um, so I don't want to get too far into it, obviously, um, because y'all still have this season going on, a lot to focus on now. But y'all are looking at opportunities uh, to continue your education, first and foremost, but also get the opportunity to continue playing at a high level. Um, are y'all excited about continuing to play another year, get better and kind of showcase your talents and keep moving forward. D, why don't we start with you and we'll finish up with them. I'm definitely excited, especially just because we're thinking about going to different schools after Aiken. And so I think we're just ready to experience something new and going to another D2 or another school who has our program and a good basketball program. I think it'll be a great opportunity um, regardless if we're together or not, I think it's just something we both want to experience. And I'm very excited, but obviously have to finish out the season in Aiken yeah. and hopefully we can do something special there. Yeah, like Lainey said, I mean, we've been together for 21 years now, side by side. It's like I go somewhere and by myself and they're like, where's your sister? So... <laughs> I think we're ready to separate for these next two years we have. Um, we aren't sure exactly where we want to go yet, but we're trying to figure out where we can keep playing basketball and also get, um, obviously, our education uh, somewhat paid for is the plan. So, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Um, Aiken has been definitely a learning experience. It's been a lot of fun, a lot of challenges, but I think we're really ready to find something new and just experience something else. Yeah. I think that just kind of shows the, 
personal growth and maturity that y'all have uh, reached in college that, hey, we're not little twins anymore. Like we're our, 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 our own people and uh, are confident in ourselves and confident in our abilities and know we can succeed whether uh, each other are there or not. So I'm really proud of you guys for obviously working so hard to to get to that point and be able to make decisions like this. Uh, and part of that, like you were saying, is your education. And I did want to talk a little bit uh, about your futures there, still being involved around athletics. Obviously, that's uh, a big part of y'all's lives, y'all's passions. Uh, and why don't you kind of talk about what you are studying, what you're looking forward to, um, and kind of the path that you're looking to carve out. And Lainey, uh, why don't you answer after that? Yeah, like you said, um, we definitely want to stay in the athletic world. Like, I just couldn't imagine giving that up. So I want to continue studying to be a physical therapist, get my doctorate. Um, and right now I'm interning at a place in downtown Aiken, and I've gotten the opportunity to learn from a physical therapist and help out around his clinic. And it's just been amazing and really has reassured me that that I think I want to be a physical therapist. Um and I went to physical therapy a couple years ago, and I just love the environment of it. And I love the fact that you can help rehab someone back to their sport. And I just think that's a really important and really cool job. So that's definitely what I'm on track to do right now. And do you think, uh, I know you kind of went through some bursitis issues um, in your knee and have had some different kind of problems uh, with that. Has that kind of led to your passion to, to help an athletes recover and uh, be able to get back out on the field or court? Yeah, definitely. And like when I had a partial tear in my ACL and PCL, like I was in so much pain and I had these doctors telling me like there was nothing wrong. And when I finally went to a physical therapist, they just kind of like reassured me that like I'm not crazy and like yeah. there is something wrong and they can do something to make me feel better and I just think that I want to do that for someone else one day because that really stuck with me and definitely created a passion for physical therapy for me that's awesome D. yeah I want to um continue my academics and do a master's program in athletic training um, and right now I'm interning with our athletic trainer at the convocation center. And so I've got to do treatment on a bunch of different athletes that, and it's kind of funny cause like some of them are my friends. So I'm kind of <laughs> just like doing treatment and then like also just hanging out and talking. So it's been really fun doing it somewhere that I like am comfortable around and I know people and everything, but, um, actually the, past week I got to go with my go with our athletic trainer to the men's tournament game because since we had lost our game we weren't practicing or playing and um I got to go with the our athletic trainer and I got to tape up some of the players and do treatment on them before their game and so it was just give them waters during the game and so it was kind of fun I got to see what it really is like to be an athletic trainer at the collegiate level and so Eventually, I think I want to do it for a professional sports team, but I'm obviously going to have to work my way up. And so just doing it at Aiken, it's been really fun, and I definitely want to stick with it. Everyone always says you don't want to do it because they have terrible hours and everything, but I think it's the fun part, just spending all day with athletes and watching sports and trying to help people and 
get them better and when they're injured and everything, I think it's fun. So I'm really excited to continue that journey. And everyone on our team kind of looks at Lainey as like a half athletic trainer. Like if someone's <laughs> hurting, like they rolled their ankle, they're always like, Lainey, what's wrong? Like, what do I need to do? And she like sometimes helps them with like their treatment or everything. And it's just been kind of funny seeing her like actually step up and be part of the athletic training um like faculty because we only have one so she actually does help out a lot that's pretty cool i didn't know that that's almost like there's been there so there used to be player coaches in the past in in sports you'd be a player and a coach but i've never heard of a player trainer before. <laughs> that might be yeah. the first time in history that we have a a player and a trainer combined uh for the team that's pretty awesome and that's yeah. i mean that's good to know for personal use obviously you dealt with so uh, some injuries this season as well, Laney, and um, struggled a little bit with that. But kind of you mentioned going into the pro field. Uh, would you imagine yourself sticking with basketball? Or are you open to like women's soccer or going to do baseball or football or what what would you kind of want to do? Do you want to stick uh, around basketball? Do you want to stick around women's sports? Do you want to move to football, move to men's sports? Kind of run us what through that looks like. Honestly, I would be fine doing it for any sport. I think baseball or football would be really cool, but at the same time, they're like grown men and are probably kind of gross, and I'd have to touch <laughs> their feet and everything. They're nasty so athletes' feet. <laughs> yeah, well, there's just like some things that I like didn't realize I'd have to be doing, and so it's like <laughs> having to touch people's feet and all that kind of stuff. It still kind of grosses me out, but I'm going to have to toughen up and get used to it, but... <laughs> I think any sport would be really cool. I think it's more about location for me because I want to stay in Nashville. I think that would be fun. So eventually, like, work, work for the Titans? Or like working the for the Sounds or the Titans or the even Prairies? the Prairies. Like, I don't that know. I feel awesome. like that'd be kind of cool just to wear yeah, a bunch of the coolest job ever. Yeah, <laughs> I get a bunch of merch and I'd be living in Tennessee and Nashville and hanging out with athletes all the time. I feel like that'd be the perfect job. Yeah. I mean, sounds right up your alley. That'd be fun. You get free tickets to the the games because you're on the sideline. So yeah. <laughs> that'd be a lot of fun. And see if you can swing maybe uh see if you can swing a Titans job and then see if you can get us some tickets. Yeah. I'll work, I'll work on it. But uh we are just out of just about out of time here, girls. Uh once again, we have Emily and Delaney Trucial, my twin sisters of the USCA women's Lady Pacers basketball team. Uh, that is University of South Carolina Aiken, which you listeners are certainly familiar with uh if you've been keeping up with the episodes. Uh obviously there's still a lot more to this story of the the Trucial girls, where their basketball careers are gonna end up. So We'll probably have to do a follow-up at some point, bring you all back on, do a little update for the listeners, because I know they're going to be uh, itching to find out what happened to you all. We can't leave them on a cliffhanger. Uh, so, girls, Emily, Delaney, do you all have any uh, closing statements before I uh, shut us out here? Uh, thanks for having us, and we'll definitely have to come back and give you all an update on where we end up next. Yeah. Thanks for having us and everyone should watch the NCAA tournament and watch us kill it this season. So yeah. Yes. <laughs> y'all better uh 
be tuned in to, to the NCAA tournament. There's going to be a crazy run all the way to the national championship for the late Patriots, <laughs> I'm predicting. Hey, you never know what can happen. Anything and, uh, is possible. Anything is possible. In the famous words of Kevin Garnett, uh, we'll have to have Seth and uh, Donny back on to interview you guys. I'm sure they'll probably have a million questions uh, for you guys. But thank you again, uh, girls, and thank you, Patriot listeners, for tuning in on another episode. Don't forget, we are a part of the Six Pack Coverage Network. Uh, make sure to check them out online at sixpackcoverage.com, or you can check out all their socials, Instagram, Twitter, at Six Pack Coverage. Um, and then also check out our socials. So Paydirt Sports, one word, is our Instagram, and then Paydirt underscore sports is our Twitter. Be sure to follow along there for updates um, and new stuff coming out. But that is all the time we have for today. Thank you again, and Paydirt out.